Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Today is Thursday, uh, Thursday, June 8th, 2023. Uh, coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network from Jackson, Mississippi. Supreme Court hands down a shocking decision that could very well impact and increase the number of black congressional districts. We will talk to Congressman Terry Sewell, as well as uh, a top executive with the Alabama Democratic Party, about this ruling uh, out of a case out of Alabama. And so it is a very surprising ruling by this very conservative uh, Supreme Court. Also on today's show, a black lawmaker in Oklahoma was speaking on the floor, talking about supporting black-owned businesses, and she was booed by her Republican colleagues. We will talk with her uh, on today's show. Also on today's show, in North Carolina, the death of a black man is the rule of homicide. We'll talk to local activists uh, who are trying to generate more attention uh, to uh, his particular story as well. In addition, uh, we'll tell you what the DOJ is doing when it comes to illegal dumping uh, in Houston, impacting black uh, and Latinos uh, as well. Folks, uh, it is time to bring the funk of Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go.
shocking the conservative Supreme Court rules in favor of black voters in Alabama. Uh, the case, uh, folks, uh, was a lawsuit filed in Alabama uh, when it came to racial gerrymandering uh, in Alabama and how Republicans in the state drew district lines out of their packing African-Americans into the districts. Now, right now, there's only one African-American represents all of the black voters uh, there in uh, Alabama. Now, the court's decision was unexpected given its recent decisions regarding the Voting Rights Act. Uh, this 5-4 decision was uh, written by Chief Justice John Roberts and was joined by fellow conservative uh, Brett Kavanaugh, Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, and Katanji Brown-Jackson. It upheld uh, a three-judge panel that Alabama's congressional maps unlawfully diluted the political power of its black residents. The maps included only one congressional district with the majority of black voters, despite African-Americans making up more than a quarter of the state's population. The ruling means that a second Democrat could be elected from the state, which currently, again, as I said, only has one black Democrat and six white Republicans in its delegation. Now, no shock, uh, the, uh, black Justice Clarence Thomas issued his own 50-page dissent arguing that the Voting Rights Act did not require the state to intentionally redraw its congressional district so that black voters could control several seats roughly proportional to the black share of the state's population. Joining us right now, folks, uh, is Congresswoman Terry Sewell. Uh, glad to have her on the show. Plus, Joe Reed, Vice Chair of Minority Affairs for the Alabama Dem Democratic Party. First of all, uh, Congresswoman Sewell, I want to start with you. Uh, again, this is uh, a shock. Many people expected that this conservative Supreme Court was going to si side uh, against black voters in Alabama. I think all of us thought that initially, um, uh, Roland. Let me just say it is truly a great day, not just for Alabama black voters, but for minority voters across this country. Democracy won today. And for what we are going to do in Alabama, it will affect what goes on in South Carolina, in North Carolina, in Ohio, uh, in Louisiana. I think that everyone's excited about the implications of today. And to me, the most important thing is that this ruling upheld the Voting Rights Act of 1965. They actually use the second, uh, the Section Two of the Voting Rights Act, to um, to make this ruling. So they actually upheld the law this time and followed the law instead of retreating and uh, taking away voting rights. They actually applied uh, the law. Now, we still have a ways to go because, obviously, the full protections of the Voting Rights Act, Section 4, still must be restored. So we are still doubling down and going to still continue to cause some good trouble, as John Lewis would say, until we fully restore the Voting Rights Act of 1965. But today, we are taking a victory lap. It is historic. It's a historic win for Alabama black voters, and it's a historic win for democracy itself. Uh, Joe Reed, what happens next? Uh, because uh, does this mean that, uh, that the Alabama legislature must go back uh, and, and redraw the lines? So what does it actually mean in practical terms? Well, first, I think we have to wait and see what the court is going to command. I mean, the three-judge court, even though we won the case, I have not read the entire opinion, so I don't know what the Supreme Court said that may be different than what I'm about to say, but as I understand it, the uh, three-judge court would have to set the timelines. Now, it did before. If, when it passed its first ruling, what the Supreme Court said was well, Alabama had 11 days to draw a plan, because Alabama did not draw a plan. It appealed the case, and we know the results now. 
So that's number one. I think the, the, the local court would have to make that determination as to when and why and what when it comes down to this final decision. Now, in the meantime, the Alabama Democratic Conference, the Black Democratic Caucus of Alabama, we have already drawn two black districts, and we want to have them ready because the state of Alabama may or may not draw any. And we introduced these plans in the Alabama uh, legislature, but the Alabama legislature did not do anything with it. So we are ready to go again with two majority black districts, and that as soon as the legislature convenes, if there is a special session, because our legislature adjourned on yesterday. So to come back into session, the governor have to call a special session. Of course, the governor can do that. In the meantime, if there are no plans drawn, uh, then we're going to in fact, we're going to advance our plan regardless. If the legislature comes in session, we're going to introduce it. If the, if the legislature does not come in a special session, then we'll go into court and ask the three-judge court to take our plan because we believe we have a near-perfect plan. We are going to review a couple of other things uh, in uh, one of the congressional districts we've drawn, and but uh, we think we got a good plan, but certainly we think our plan will become the gold standard. So anybody who comes up with another plan, we are going to insist that their plan, if it's adopted, is better than our plan because we think we have a very, very good plan, and we think we can uh, we can elect our two, well, one additional congressperson. We have one already in Congress, person Sewell. So we don't need to look for one more, and we think we can elect somebody in that district black, and that's going to be very. <laughs> Uh, looks like, um, uh, so Congresswoman, Congresswoman Sewell, um, what people don't realize is um, we were looking at this case out of Alabama, but we were also looking at uh, the case out of uh, Louisiana, uh, where the, the Supreme Court also put a stop to the redrawing there, where federal judges also ruled there should be an additional black congressional district there. Uh, and for the people out there who are watching, uh, need to understand, again, uh, these how these Republican legislatures are operating, they are hurting. They are disenfranchising black voters and black representation in Congress. Absolutely. You know, um, Alabama's uh, black population is about 27 percent, and we have seven congressional districts, and yet only one congressional district is a majority-minority uh, district, which means that African-Americans have—the vote of African-Americans have been diluted in half. 14 percent representation is not— fair representation. And that's exactly what the ruling said today. Um, and so this is not only in Alabama. I think all across the Deep South, we only have one majority-minority majority district in most of these southern states. South Carolina has a population of around 30 percent blacks, and yet it only has uh, Congressman Kyburn. The same is true in Mississippi. The same is true in uh, Louisiana, where Troy Carter is the only um, African-American and the only Democrat. 
So we not only represent the only majority minority district, we're also the only Democratic uh, district in those states as well. So this has a huge impl implication all across the nation, but especially in the Deep South. And obviously, I am uh, eternally grateful that Alabama uh, ADC and, and others are really have their, have their eyes on the prize and are making sure that the maps will be fair when they are drawn this time as well. Uh, Joe, uh, final question for you. Uh, obviously, uh, when you look at what Republicans have done in your state, they absolutely want to uh, minimize Democrats as much as possible. We've seen the exact same thing in Tennessee, as uh, Congresswoman Sewell said, in South Carolina. Republicans want to do this in Georgia as well. Uh, so you have two types of gerrymandering. You have political gerrymandering, which the Supreme Court ruled previously, hey, they have no say-so over leaving to the states. But then you have racial gerrymandering. And so the racial gerrymandering, uh, I mean, if it wasn't for uh, the VRA, uh, we would see totally different districts right, in, right now in North Carolina. And so the Voting Rights Act is hanging on by a thread. Yes. And but today's uh, ruling uh, really gave it a shot in arm because it did tell us that as some of the Supreme Court judges are uh, sensitive and still recognize and can recognize and can read. Uh, the Fifth Circuit said one time, figures speak when they do courts listen. So there are judges on the bench now at the Supreme Court level recognizes that figures are speaking. I think Congresswoman Sewell just pointed out about the 14%. Now, that tells us that somebody's reading we just hopefully we can get more of them to read like uh, judge, or like the five uh, judges who rule in this case uh, uh, today. So, yes, we got to keep the prize in front of us. We got to know who the enemy is. We got to always know and we got to know one thing. We have to fight like hell to get it. We're going to have to fight like hell to keep it. And, 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 and nobody's going to give it to us. We just got to stay out there and hope that we can get the nation to move in the right direction so we can continue to protect our black voters' rights. Now, I know my time is about it, but I want to say something to you, Roland. This is personal to you. You don't know what I'm going to say this. But I want to thank you personally for the job you are doing because no issue is too hot. No issue is too high. No wall is too wide. No wall is too high for you to climb if wrongdoing is being is taking place. So I want to say to you now, I want to thank you personally, and I hope the nation folk will thank you. You didn't know I was going to say this, and I don't, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but I'm just trying to say to you, thank you so much for being a man of courage and a man of vision. Amen. I second that. We're Love. very happy that you're always on the case. And we're very appreciative. I certainly appreciate uh, those kind words, and thank you to both of you for coming and joining us today on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Thanks a lot, and congratulations. All right, folks, uh, going to a break. When we come back, uh, we will talk with our panel about this. Also, uh, another Supreme Court uh, decision that came down today as well regarding affirmative action. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. 
As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? Farquhar, executive producer of Proud Family. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
All right, folks, welcome back uh, to Roller Martin Unfiltered. I'm broadcasting live from Jackson, Mississippi, uh, where uh, they will be they're commemorating the 60th uh, anniversary of the assassination of Medgar Evers with a variety of activities this week with the Medgar and Murley Evers Institute. We're going to be broadcasting uh, an interview with her tomorrow, so I look forward to that and also attending uh, functions tonight and tomorrow as well. Right now, I want to bring up uh, Kadita Stone. She's a chief field and campaign strategist for Alabama Ford. They were one of the plaintiffs in this lawsuit. In addition to Kanita, uh, we're also joined by Dr. Greg Carr, Department of Afro-American Studies at Howard University, Rishi Cobra, the host of the Rishi Cobra Show on Sirius XM, uh, both of them joining us out of Washington, D.C., and legal analyst Candy K- Candace Kelly uh, out of South Orange, uh, New Jersey. Uh, Kanita, I want to start with you. Um, uh, again, I-, I hope people do not uh, underestimate uh, how critically important this Supreme Court decision is for black voters uh, there in Alabama. Y'all have been disenfranchised. When you talk about that black belt and when we talk about the Voting Rights Act, look, it was the blood of people there in Alabama that made the Voting Rights, Voting Rights Act possible. Uh, and and, and to, to have this vicious and nasty dissent uh, from Clarence Thomas, uh, who I'm quite sure was upset that Justices, Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Kavanaugh uh, chose to go against him, Alito, uh, as well as Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, you know, this shows you, for the people out there, why our legal warriors have to be respected and why we must fund those efforts uh, because the battle is not just in the streets, it's in the courtrooms, it's in the executive suites as well. Yeah. Uh, first, I just want to say thank you so much, Roland, for having me. And I want to give some context about uh, the case and how we got here. So uh, for folks that's listening, Alabama has seven congressional districts, and each one of those congressional districts represent 14 percent of the population. Um, and when the 2020 census came out, it was found that Alabama had a population of 28 percent black people. And so um, if you do, like I just said, each one of those congressional districts represent 14 percent of the population. If you do the math, 14 plus 14 is equally 28, and that should equal two congressional districts. Um, And so what we were asking for wasn't anything uh, out of out of the picture. It was just simple math. We were asking for what we were owed Um, and what the Alabama legislature decided to do. Uh, was just give us one congressional district and pack all black voters into Congressional District 7. Um, and so what that did was it was a direct violation of Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. And Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act says you cannot discriminate based upon race in any voting procedure. Um, and so when you talk about the importance of this case, if it were not ruled in our favor, uh, we would have lost Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. And I'm sure you already know um, we, we, we already don't have Section 4B or Section 5. Uh, which we lost due to the Shelby County v. Holder case in 2013. So the importance of this case is, like you said, extremely important. And um, I, I really hope that uh, not just Alabamians, but folks across the country recognize that, um, just because there were also other states who uh, sued their states because they were in violation of Section 2 as well. Um, but they were told that until the court ruled on this case, uh, Merrill v. Milligan, which is now uh, Allen v. Milligan, um, until the courts ruled on that case, then those states couldn't get an answer. So uh, this case was really riding on a lot, and, and it feels great to be uh, to be the winner, to be on the winning team. Um, and, and, and when we talk about representation, we're talking about billions of dollars in resources uh, that come from having that representation. Uh, and by having more than one African-American, uh, you, know, uh, you know, what it also does is it, 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 it means also respect 
uh, you know, for those voters. Uh, because right now, to be grossly disrespected by packing nearly every black person into one district, it shows how shameful Alabama Republicans are. Yeah, it's definitely uh, when they decided to pack all black voters into one district, it was definitely a dilution of black political power. Um, and when we don't have that representation, uh, our worldviews aren't shared at the table. Um, the way we feel about things, the things that we need in our community are at the, at the table. Um, and when, when, we are at the, when we aren't at the table, we don't have a seat at the table. The only thing left for us is to be on the menu. And so it feels nice to not. It feels nice to not be on the menu now uh, for once and to actually be a part of that table and have a second congressional district drawn uh, for Alabama. Uh, Greg Carr, I, I want to go to, I want to go to you again. Uh, that vigorous descent of Clarence Thomas shows exactly what kind of petty man that he is. Well, Clarence Thomas is being consistent. Clarence Thomas, as far as he's concerned, I did read uh, the dissent, his and Alito's, uh, as well as Robert's 34-page majority opinion and um, the small uh, concurrence that um, Kavanaugh led. Clarence Thomas is being consistent. As far as Clarence Thomas is concerned, the federal judiciary has no place in redistricting. Uh, He reads Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act and the enabling constitutional amendment, the 15th Amendment, to say that the 15th Amendment and the Voting Rights Act, Section 2, guarantee access to the ballot and voter qualification. He reads that very narrowly. Narrowly, In other words, as you said a moment ago, um, political gerrymandering isn't covered under Section 2, according to Clarence Thomas's world. I think what we saw today was absolutely a victory, but it was a temporary victory. As you heard Joe said, now they got to redraw the maps. And then the other cases can go forward. Now, what John Robertson and Brett Kavanaugh did, remember, these are political operatives. They are probably the two most political, operative-minded justices on the court. Both of these guys were were warriors in, in the Republican Party. Johnny Roberts pumped the brakes today because he sees a little country falling apart. So remember now, what you saw with this is the Supreme, what, what, what this really revealed is that the Supreme Court, this is the thumb of the Supreme Court in the 2022 midterms. They said today that the maps that they allowed to go in place, which robbed the Democrats of congressional seats in the midterms, are invalid. This is the hand of the shadow docket. I mean, I hate to, I hate to do this, but it's time to be smart. We have to think about this very, very, very seriously. So when you read Robert's opinion, what he's basically, he's not saying that they can't draw maps that will ultimately sell us out. Because remember the last 10 years with Shelby County versus Holder, and more recently, Brinovich, the Arizona case, where they put beyond the ability of the courts to adjudicate some of this stuff in terms of ballot boxes and disqualifying voters. Remember the Wisconsin case, the Gill case, where they said he can't just, as you said, they, they can't uh, deal with political justice ability, in other words, political Jeremy and that justable, justable. Um, the, he's basically setting it up so they can pat themselves on the back for the crime they committed in 2022 when they allowed Alabama to use those damn maps in the first place. And that brings us to this. Today we live to fight another day. But make no mistake about it. The sentiment to eviscerate the Voting Rights Act still lives. All they did today is say, Alabama, go back, draw the maps, bring them back, and we'll see you next time. We have to be smart about this today. Right. Candace, your assessment. Hmm. Well, I, Greg is absolutely right. And one of the things that we need to do, as you said, the legal warriors that get into court and really make the arguments, that's where it really matters. You have to look at Clarence Thomas's case. He essentially is saying that the Voting Rights Act has no teeth and that it does not prevent gerrymandering at all. 
He also said this in kind of the context that, you know, voting rights has nothing to do with discrimination, which makes no sense at all, because that's exactly why the Voting Rights Act was set up. So we have to look at that. But we also have to look at this idea that we've been talking about tonight, that if we go down to the lower court in the three-judge three panel, two of those judges were appointed by Trump. Then you go up to the Supreme Court, and in this 5-4 decision, you have Roberts and you have Kavanaugh crossing over in this 5-4 decision, and that brings us to where we are today. So it's important to see exactly where the Republicans are falling in terms of the political motivations that are going on behind the court that Greg is talking about. If you look in those decisions and read it, you will see exactly what is on their mind and exactly where we are going, all of the nuances. Similarly, if you want to know what's on Clarence Thomas's mind in terms of anything that's to come, go and look in his dissenting opinion. He spent 50 pages rattling on about how the Voting Rights Act has no teeth. So here's my assessment. The assessment is that now we have to look at what these lines look like when it comes to going back and reconfiguring the maps. This is something that we just need to continue to pay attention to. There's victory right here and a surprising victory, though temporary, but we have to move on and understand what is next. What are these maps going to look like? It is still a political football that is still being tossed around, not just by the Republican Party, but by the Supreme Court justices. Uh, and the reality, uh, and the reality, Reese, uh, is, is look. The Alabama legislature could go back uh, and still screw black voters, uh, but this is why we also make the point constantly in this show why voting is critically important and why judges matter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the reality is that the Supreme Court has a legitimacy problem when they overturned Roe v. Wade, when they've done all of these very extreme far-right opinions. And so now what they're trying to do is trying to see seem just a little bit more reasonable without necessarily restoring the teeth of the Voting Rights Act. As Dr. Carr said, and as Candace said, there we live to fight another day. But as you just pointed out, Roland, we still are at the, at the whims of the Republican Party to actually— um, draw maps that are actually legal. And we've seen the Supreme Court either drag their feet in enforcing or actually um, make it so that these maps, even if they are completely gerrymandered, even if they are completely racist, don't necessarily get thrown out. And so we... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Have an important victory here today that will open up the door for more challenges. But at the end of the day, this is still the Trump MAGA Supreme Court. That's right. Kalita, uh, final comment. I don't have a final comment. I want to say thank you so much for having me. Um, and thank you. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations. Uh, y'all keep fighting the good fight in Alabama. Thank you so much. Folks, coming up next, we're talking with the mayor of Houston, Sylvester Turner, about a huge decision made by the Department of Justice regarding uh, illegal dumping in the city that greatly impacts African-Americans and Latinos. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. That was a pivotal, pivotal time. I remember Mm. Kevin Kevin Hart telling me that. He's like, man, what you doing, man? You got to stay on stage. And I was like, yeah, well, I ain't got You know, I'm young, thinking, like, I'm good. And he was absolutely right. What, 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 what show was the other time? This was one-on-one. Got it. During that time. I, and I was, so, you, so you're doing one-on-one, yep. going great. Yeah. You're making money. You're like, I'm like, I don't need to leave. I don't, I don't need to leave from, you know, third, Wednesday, Thursday to Sunday. I, I, you know, I, I just I didn't want to do that. You know, it was just like, I'm going to stay here. Or oh, I didn't want to. Finish work Friday, fly out, go do a gig Saturday, Sunday. I was like, I don't have to do that. And, and I lost a little bit of that hunger that I had mm. in New York. I would hit all the clubs and run around. I, you know, sometimes me and Chappelle or me and this one or that one, we'd go to the comedy cellar at one in the morning. And I mean, that was our life. We loved it. You know, you do two shows in Manhattan, go to Brooklyn, leave Brooklyn, go to Queens, go to Jersey. And I kind of just, I got complacent. I was like, I got this money, I'm good, I don't need to go, I don't need to go chase that because that money wasn't at the same level that I was making, but what I was missing was that training. Yes. Was that, was that. And it wasn't the money. It was the money, you know, it was that, that's what I needed. Frequency right here on the Black Star Network, Shanita Hubbard. We're talking about the ride or die chick. We're breaking it down. The stereotype of the strong black woman. Some of us are operating with it as if it's a badge of honor. Like you even hear black women like aspiring to be this ride or die chick, aspiring to be the strong black woman trope at their own expense. Next on the frequency right here on the Black Star Network. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Devon Frank. I'm Dr. Robin B., pharmacist and fitness coach, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. (laughs) 
After 10 month investigation, the Department of Justice and the city of Houston, they have reached an agreement uh, in its environmental justice investigation to the city's response to illegal dumping in black and Latino neighborhoods. Residents in the city's northeast section have complained of illegal legal dumping of trash, medical waste, and animals for years. The agreement builds on the city's One Clean Houston initiative, a plan addressing the illegal dumping and its impact on Houston residents. Joining us right now is the mayor of my hometown, uh, my alpha brother and fellow church member of the Church Without Walls, Sylvester Turner. Uh, mayor Turner, glad to have you on Roland Martin Unfiltered, Frat. So uh, so let's unpack this. Um, what actually, actually is this agreement? How does it help residents? Well, essentially, uh, uh, Roland, and, and look, it's good to be with you. Good to see you again. Um, when I came in as mayor, I said I didn't want to be the mayor of two cities in one. And, uh, and, and quite frankly, there's been a lack of investment uh, and resources put in many of these communities that have been underserved and under-resourced. And so from day one, we've been focusing uh, on addressing these neighborhoods. And uh, this is a continuation of the policies and initiatives that we put in place uh, when I came into office eight years ago. So One Clean Houston, it deals with rapid cleanup, better enforcement. It deals with education and prevention. It's uh, putting in place a number of resources and dollars in order to address um, illegal dumping by third parties, I might add, in communities of color uh, where people either don't respect these communities or in some cases they're people who are dumping in these communities and they live in these communities. So we're spending about, um, about $18 million and more uh, to put forth initiatives in place to clean up, to clean, clean up these neighborhoods. So, so how how do you stop it? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, people are just doing whatever. Uh, and so, what type of enforcement enforcement to prevent the legal dumping from happening? Well, that it's a multiple approach. And one, uh, we are working uh, too quickly to to reclean up these dump sites when they are occurring when people engage in illegal dumping. So we're doing that. But on the prevention end. Um, the enforcement, we are beefing up the number of inspectors. Uh, we are putting in a hell of a lot more cameras, for example, to augment uh, these inspectors and what they're doing to try to catch these repeat offenders. And then at the same time, we're educating folk. Number one, don't be dumping um, in your own neighborhood, because in many cases, people are dumping within three miles of where they live. And then at the same time, uh, we want to discourage people who are coming from outside of these communities, uh, and in many cases, they are businesses that are dumping uh, in communities, primarily communities of color. So we're taking a very holistic, a holistic approach. And then at the same time, we have uh, put in place what I call my complete communities. We've identified 10 neighborhoods. We did that when I came into office about seven years ago, uh, where we are investing in many of these communities where there has been a lack of investment and a lack of resources. So we have to tackle it on multiple fronts. So, um, uh, and, and, and so you, you're obviously in your, in, in your last year, and when we talk about 
uh, you know, again, illegal dumping. Uh, you know, you've, you've had housing issues, economic issues. Um, I mean, so, you know, this clearly is something that uh, you really want to uh, have in place before your uh, uh, term ends. Well, yeah, and let me just say, you know, I disagree with the Department of Justice uh, in, in, in their initial move in this regard. I made that very clear from day, from day one. It is not that uh, we have not been investing in these communities. We have. I, I still live in one of these very same communities that we are talking about. But in this case, we have third parties, parties who are bringing, either bringing their trash and dumping primarily in communities of color. Or we have people, businesses uh, that are living, let's say, within three miles of where uh, some of this illegal dumping is occurring. So these are third-party per uh, perpetrators. This is not where the city itself uh, is dumping. Uh, and we, but we want to be very um, intentional in our efforts to address it, uh, to keep it from happening, to educate, to have rapid responses, because no one deserves to be living or going to church or walking to school or driving by. Uh, illegal dump sites in their communities or in their neighborhoods. I got it. We understand that. Uh, and, uh, and you know, many cities are facing this problem. But having said that, we don't want it happening uh, in the city of Houston. Uh, final point, uh, I'm looking forward uh, to coming back home uh, next Saturday. The Black Star Network is going to be hosting uh, an event at the Power Center focused on the future of black economic freedom. Uh, Mayor, you'll, you'll be there as well. I look forward to our right. uh, chat there. We've got some business owners uh, who are going to be there. Uh, and we also have uh, a, uh, a huge announcement we're going to be making. We're not going to make it right now, uh, but <laughs> you and I will be, uh, will be unveil unveiling that uh, next Saturday, June 17th at the Power Center in Houston, 12 to 4. Folks, uh, it is free, open to the public. Uh, we will have food and refreshments, uh, but we want you to RSVP. Uh, and so uh, please do so. Uh, so, Mayor, look forward to uh, that conversation next Saturday. Thanks, Roland. And look, you, you're from here. You've never forgotten Houston, H-Town. Uh, you've been a champion for this city. Uh, so let me thank you on that front. But then, let me just thank you for being a voice. Uh, for all of us across for across this country, I mean, you uh, you have utilized your gifts, your talent, uh, your influence to make things better, and uh, we are proud of you and what you do, and look forward to having you back um, um, uh, in June, Juneteenth, matter of fact, uh, as we make a, a big announcement. All right, Mayor Turner, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you, man. All right. Uh, going to go to a break. We're going to come back, talk to our panel, uh, because the, this, the, this environmental racism, this environmental issue is critically important. Uh, and I know somebody might be at home going, I mean, I mean, God, how sexy is, you know, is, is, is such as illegal dumping. But when you talk about how our communities are impacted, the health of our communities, uh, how, you know, all, all these things matter. And so uh, we also need to be advocating for those of us who are in neighborhoods to be community watchdogs to make sure it does not happen. So we'll unpack that when we come back right here on Roland Martin Unfocused on the Black Star Network. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. We want to make sure that we're more over 1,000 likes. We want to try to hit 2,000 likes every single day. Uh, so it impacts the algorithm, the algorithm which impacts uh, the revenue that we're able to generate. Also, download our Black Star Network app 
Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You can also support us with your resources. Trust me, your dollars make it possible for us to travel the country. We're here in Jackson, Mississippi right now covering uh, the uh, Megger and Merle Evers Institute uh, events all this week. Uh, so send your check and money orders to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash App, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered, PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered, Zale, rolling at rollinsmartin.com, rolling at rollinmartinunfiltered.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We'll be right back. We talk about blackness and what happens in black culture. We're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it. And you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause too long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Check some money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037 0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollinsmartin.com. On a next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, beware the generational curse. They're everywhere in our families, in our workplaces, and even in our churches. 
It's like a minefield, identifying the curse and knowing what to do about it. When we're talking about generational patterns, oftentimes we get locked into those patterns because we don't want anyone to say, oh, you acting brand new. Are you doing something different from how this is how we always did it? It's okay to do something different in order to get the results that you want to see in your life. That's next on A Balanced Life on Black Star Network. Me, Sherry Shepard, with Sammy Roman. I'm Dr. Robin B, pharmacist and fitness coach, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, folks, welcome back. Uh, Candace, I, I want to start with you. Um, you know, we talk about environmental racism, and when we're talking about our neighborhoods, we're talking about how our neighborhoods look, we're talking about mm. property values. Um, I mean, look, you know, the, things like this make a, a huge difference. And I'll tell you, I am, if, if, there, if there are two things I'm probably OCD about, uh, is probably my uh, my gear when it comes to uh, television, uh, my, my my camera gear and others, and and, and trash and litter. And, and I'll tell you, it absolutely drives me crazy <clears throat> when I see folk just do something. So the other day I was in, I was uh, standing outside our studios, uh, uh -oh. and uh, someone had a bag of chips and they th they threw the bag you know into the sewer system, and I was mm -hmm. like, bruh. It's a big ass trash can right there. Uh huh. I'm like, well, what in the hell made you think the sewer system is where you throw throw uh, a, a bag of chips away? I'm like, it's a big ass, like literally the trash can wasn't even 20 <laughs> right damn there. feet. So it, it, it was so so when you look at so when you talk about how our neighborhoods you know are are impacted you know by illegal dumping, I mean that impacts the economics and the health of our communities. Exactly. And when you really break it down, 
let me just tell you from being in the New York area, I changed my whole plans to be inside today because of the environment, because of the fact that there's the lowest and poorest air quality in the world this morning in the New York City area. Canceled a Broadway play and everything. Folks aren't moving because of what's going on in the environment where I am. And we know how important it is. And you know how important it is because one bag does make a difference that you throw on the ground when it should go right in the trash. Listen, when we look at what was going on in Houston, you had so many situations that could be caused by just the throwing away of a couch or a TV, for example. The couch is in the middle of the road. It's got vermin in it. It's got mosquitoes. It's getting wet in the rain. It's also maybe clogging up a system where then you have the whole water system that's clogged. Then you have the value of the property going down because of the fact that you've got all this garbage out there. So you are correct. When we talk about the environment, it may not be so sexy, but it's also really not sexy when you come outside and there's a heap full of garbage outside or you can't see the sun because the sun is covered in orange glaze. It should not smell like a small cookout every time that I go out. And that's what's going on today. So the environment is very important and it's something that people need to take more seriously. Here's one thing that I don't understand, Roland, though, and I know that there have been so many years all the way up to the point where a resident in Houston, an organization, had to file a lawsuit and get the DOJ involved. How is it that in 2023 we don't know how to stop the dumping? And I know you asked that question, but, you know, if you have a, an area that has so much dumping over a week, put a police car there for 24-7. That's probably going to stop the dumping. It seems like some issues were overlooked, which is why the DOJ ultimately had to get involved. Folks were calling 311. They were not getting the response that they needed. But but now, as we know, they, they have settled it. Um, you know, the terms of the agreement aren't, aren't, aren't really open right now. But the key is, is that something is being done, because it's more than just about the potato chips that are on the ground, which are very important, more than about the couch. It, it builds, and it gets to a point where it becomes just not even livable and disrespectful to one's way of living in this world, especially in America. Uh, this issue of our environment, Reese, uh, is huge. Candace talks about uh, what is happening uh, there in New York City with the air, which is being impacted by Canadian wildfires. Wildfires. Uh, the, the reason uh, I, you know, I find it uh, interesting, and first of all, people should be making a big deal out of it. Although, although I do think when stuff happens in New York City, uh, because that's the media capital of the world, people get uh, extra, 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 extra about stuff. Uh, I remember uh, when those those similar uh, that similar uh, scene was over the city of Dallas. Um, in Houston, when we were impacted by the wildfires that were in Mexico, uh, and it looked very much the same. Uh, you know, this is going to be something that we, as a community, and we, uh, as a nation and a world, uh, is going to have to deal with. Um, there, there are people who literally act as if uh, the earth is one big ass trash can. Uh, when you look yeah. at the dumping that takes place uh, in oceans, in rivers, in lakes uh, as well, uh, when you talk about how you have these corporations that have no problem polluting and contaminating uh, our waterways as well. And, and, and at some point, people have to realize that um, the earth can get sick, too. And, and so it has to take a collective uh, sort of effort 
Uh, and, and I really do hope uh, that folks in Houston are very aggressive in catching the folks uh, who are doing uh, the type of illegal dumping because they're not dumping in their neighborhoods, Reese. They're dumping right. in our neighborhoods. Yeah. I mean, I think if we put as much energy into naming and shaming people who dump in our neighborhoods as we do into naming and shaming black women who wear bonnets or pajamas to the liquor store, I think we might get <laughs> somewhere when it comes to um, making people understand the severity of the issue. But I think to Candace's point about, you know, what took so long, why did it take DOJ involvement? I think it's important that we recognize the importance of layering uh, protections. It's not just about the state level, but when this, when, when, even when you have democratic leadership at these, at the local level, even if you have good democratic leadership at the local level, it still always helps to have that leadership at the federal level that takes issues like this very seriously. Kristen Clark has been an exceptional assistant attorney general. I also happen to know that environmental uh, justice, legal dumping is something that is very um, much a cause that Vice President Kamala Harris cares about. When she was district attorney in San Francisco, she created the first ever environmental justice unit there. She also championed that work as attorney general. That was a big part of her presidential platform and her Senate work. And so when you have people at the state, local, federal level that are focused on getting environmental justice, which is racial justice for our communities, then we'll see progress. But the reality is that the government cannot stop you from not having no damn home training and dumping shit in somebody else's yard. So <laughs> that's where we as a community, to your point, Roland, mm -hmm. need to come together and say, not here, not now, get your own shit, put it in the trash can, go find a facility and, and dispose of it there, not on my yard. Great. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Greg? Is it Greg on mute? Yeah, I'm sorry. About that. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, right there in your hometown, Ron, of course, you have uh, Dr. Bullard, Robert Bullard, over there at Texas Southern, who's often called the father of environmental justice. Uh, one of his best-known books, of course, is his book, Dumping in Dixie, where he talks about that. I mean, this has been a long-term problem. And uh, picking up exactly where Candace left off, I mean, it relates to this smoke. Uh, here in the D.C. area, woke up with this haze. Uh, Philly and Philly uh, tomorrow, public schools are going to go for remote constru- uh, remote instruction. Um, you know, the, the environment is here. There's a, there's a recent book that uh, Paul Finkelpin has just written called The Earth Transformed. He's at Oxford in, in England. And, and his thesis after 600 pages is very simple. As you said, the earth can get sick. But guess what? If human beings are the cause of that, the earth will simply get rid of us. And that's where we are. Um, and, and then we'll talk about it a little bit later. And, and Reese, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the vice president is in the Caribbean right now. Part of the funding, yeah. uh, you know, part of the funding that's going to the Caribbean is to deal with this question of rising uh, waters. And we know that Mayor Turner, who is considered a green mayor by his fellow mayors all over the world, has been fighting on this very issue and around green, uh, green issues because of, oh, it's my butt, because of the fact that there's major flooding in Houston. There's major flooding in Houston. Houston, 10% of uh, greenhouse gas emissions come out of Houston. It isn't just dumping. Dumping is serious. But guess what? The environment doesn't know about race. Ultimately, the, this ball will get rid of all of us if we don't do something, do something fast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, indeed, indeed, indeed. All right, folks, hold tight one second. Got to go to a break. We come back more on Roland Martin Unfiltered here on the Black Star Network. Don't forget, folks, again, support us in what we do. First, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. The same thing if you're watching on the OTT app, if you're watching on Facebook and the other platforms as well. And so please do that. Uh, Two, download our app. We should easily be at 100,000 downloads. Right now, folks, uh, we are approaching 1.1 million uh, YouTube subscribers. I would love to have uh, more than a million people uh, actually uh, downloading uh, our app. Uh, that is, of course, uh, we own it. We control it. It allows for us to be able uh, to, um, uh, to, to, uh, to showcase our content uh, as best that we can. Uh, you can do so on your Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Speaking of Amazon, uh, Amazon, you can also watch our 24-hour, seven-day-a-week streaming channel right there on Amazon News uh, by just simply clicking, go to Amazon Fire, go to Amazon News, and you can watch our channel, not just this show, but all of the content that we have on the Black Star Network, including live news conferences, uh, things along those lines. And, of course, you can support us with your resources uh, by joining our Brain the Funk fan club. Your dollars make it possible for us to do what we do. So please uh, support us by sending your check-in money order to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered, PayPal, R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM, uh, RM Unfiltered. Zale Roland at RolandSMartin.com. Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. We'll be right back. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach. 
Are you working hard and yet your performance doesn't reflect your paycheck? On the next Get Wealthy, you're going to learn some savvy career moves so that all your efforts actually show up in your bank account. Joining us is the founder of a career network, and she's going to share the three R's of accelerating your financial growth. Here's a tip as well. If you are an individual contributor and you desire to be a leader, do the work where you are now. Because if you do the work where you are now, when you do reach the level, you'll be prepared to stay there. Right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr. The enormous impact of race, education, and affirmative action in America, and how, believe it or not, white America is starting to feel a little bit of the pain. Dr. Natasha Waraku joins us with a case study of one suburban community and how it reacted when the minority students started to excel. And most people didn't say this explicitly, but was that, you know, the academics are getting, standards are getting higher in part because of the Asian kids. And that is making our kids really stressed out. So we need to reduce the amount of homework teachers are allowed to um, assign. She shares a perspective that you don't want to miss. That's on the next Black Table, only on the Black Star Network. Bruce Smith, creator and executive producer of The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, folks, so uh, in September, I dropped my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. This is the book cover. Right, come on, y'all. There you go. Uh, so this is the book cover. This is what it looks look like. And you know, I talked about the changing demographics in this country and what is happening uh, when we begin to assert ourselves even more uh, demanding a larger piece of this pie. Well, an Oklahoma lawmaker was literally on the floor making an argument to support black-owned businesses when she was booed by her largely white Republican colleagues. Watch this. Uh, thank you. I did notice that you've just changed. You've gone from woman to women. But would you agree that as you talk about diversity, that as it re relates to white males, that they already get a great majority of the jobs that we have in the Disadvantaged Business Enterprise Act is just trying to level the playing field for all the white males that are booing. Would you agree that they have already enjoyed a great privilege in America as it relates to job contracts? Thank you for that question. It really doesn't have much to do with this bill. This is just letting some small businesses that are getting started in Oklahoma have a shot at state contracts. Hmm. Okay. Um, quite interesting. Uh, again, when we talk about uh, trying to advance the interests of African Americans, it's amazing how ooh, folk get uh, a little uh, concerned uh, but uh, we also know the greatest beneficiaries of many M uh, most MWB programs has been have been white women 
That's that W in MWBE. No, it ain't women. It's actually white women. So it actually should be uh, WW. Joining us right now is Regina Goodwin. She's Oklahoma representative. Uh, she joins us right now. Uh, glad to have you here, Representative Goodwin. So you're so you're having this this, this you're asking this question. Uh, and uh, how many folks would you say were actually booing your remarks? So they were not particularly happy. Uh, well, you know, you never can tell because they're always behind me. So I couldn't tell you how many, but but a good number of of the Republicans for sure, uh, white male Republicans were booing. And thank you for having me, also, Roland. See, the, 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 see, so he, so here's what's interesting. So. Uh, so what they were saying is, look, we ain't trying to hear what you got to say about no black businesses. Well, well, what's funny is they're taking a law that's been in place for a while, okay, and it has to do with diversity and uh, supplier diversity. So what they're doing is they're taking a law that already exists, and they were trying to carve out a space for white folks. That's what this is about. And when I saw that they were adding themselves to this bill, when it talks about diversity, they're talking about black folks, Hispanic folks, uh, Native Americans, and, and certainly white women have been a part of that mix for a long time. And that in itself is, is uh, problematic in many respects. The bottom line is this was a white male trying to carve out a space for white males. And he wanted to do it under uh, science, technology, engineering, and math program. And he had no provisions for minorities or disadvantaged business enterprises. So when I saw that in this bill, that's why I asked the question. And uh, so that, that's what it's about. It, it's actually called the Right to Start Bill. So they're real clever with their titles. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm confused here. So they don't think white people are not getting enough contracts? I explained that on the House floor that uh, not only are there a majority of the job contracts go to white men and white women, I said that on the floor. And particularly in Oklahoma, um, when it comes to disadvantaged, disadvantaged business enterprises, black folks get something like 0.0006% of that work. So we don't even get a half of a percent. And they're already trying to claw back uh, the little bit that we do get, right? So, no, they cannot make the argument uh, that they do not get a majority of the contracts. They cannot credibly make that, that comment. He just literally said he wanted a bill that would give folks a right to start. <laughs> um, what's the status of the bill? What happened? Was it passed? So it did pass off of the House floor um, in the House of Representatives. It went on over to the Senate. So it did not get signed by the governor. Uh, and it sits now in conference. So it didn't make it out of session this year. And um, we are having to go back into special session. But that's not one of the issues that we're going to be looking at. All right, then. Uh, Representative Goodwin, uh, keep up the good fight. We got to keep up the good fight. And, and Roland, I do want you to know that, you know, we have kept up the good fight uh, so much so that community folks have been able to get in on the Reconnecting Communities 
uh, project with the Department of Transportation. We did not partner with the Department of Transportation in Oklahoma. We did not partner with the city of Tulsa. And uh, we are certainly going to make sure uh, that we have a representative number of capable uh, disadvantaged business enterprises, particularly black folks, that will be in on those projects. So uh, a lot of work to be done, but we're going to keep up the good fight. And thank you for having me. All right. All right, then. Uh, keep it up. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. See, th this right here, Greg, uh, is is something that uh, it, it sort of just jumps out at me. You know, it's, it's a lot. I, I love uh, jousting with a lot of these people who love to hop on my page uh, <laughs> in my social media uh, and telling me what, why am I not discussing reparations every single day? Uh, why am I not advancing it? And then my response to them always is, um, do you have anything to say about when we're one actually highlighting Black-owned businesses to fight. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote for the existing contracts right now. Federal government spends $560 billion a year on contracts. Black people get 1.67% of those contracts. Uh, I talk about the advertising industry, uh, you know, $322 billion. Folk don't want to deal with that. That's the money, Greg. There are billions being spent on those city, county, state, federal level. Folk don't want to talk about that money. No question. I mean, well, first of all, you know, I obviously will, like everyone else, defer to our resident expert on, among other things, the weaponized ignorance of social media. Reese, I'm not sure that those people are real people in the first place. But that having been said, again, 
underscoring the importance of not just black, not only black media, but smart, deeply informed black media like the Black Star Network and Roland Martin and Filter and this work that you're doing. Um, just that conversation you just had, Representative Goodwin, Regina Goodwin's uh, grandfather, Ed, came to Tulsa with his family in 1914. They went through the destruction of 1921 and rebuilt. In fact, Ed Goodwin bought the uh, a newspaper and made it a black newspaper there, the Oklahoma Eagle, and Regina wrote for it as a child. I'm raising that to say that this is an intergenerational struggle, and if we don't know our history, we lose the momentum of memory. Uh, th there's a brand new book that's just been published by a young brother, Victor Luckerson, called Built from the Fire, the epic story of Tulsa's Greenwood District, America's Black Wall Street. And uh, in fact, uh, I'm going to reach out to the brother because I think at some point we, we want to have him over here on the network for a conversation. I think it'd be very important. He focuses on the good ones. So when you see Regina Goodwin rise in the Oklahoma state legislature, you're looking at someone who got involved in politics, not as her first choice. She wanted to be an artist, quite frankly, but someone who was born in a family who was engaged in intergenerational struggle and who was connecting to the young people. And I'll end with this. The war to get advertisers, the war to get percentages of our tax dollars funneled back into black-owned media, uh, that war is not a war that starts from a standstill. This is a relay race, and you've received a baton from generations before you. And as a result, we have to understand that the more we understand that it is a relay, we can then tap into what has worked before and, and strengthen ourselves for the fight right now. So I would ignore those trolls, if indeed they're real, because to, quite frankly, the conversation we're having today isn't being held anywhere else. And that's all the more reason for us to put our shoulders to the wheel and build this thing out to be as large and as wide reaching as possible. See, this is the thing that 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 really cracks me up, uh, Reese. Whenever, um, whenever these people try to run their mouths, like I'll literally hit them with, "Do you know how much money school districts are spending? Mm -hmm. Do you know how much money city government is spending? Do you know how much money county government is spending?" Do you know how much money state government is spending? Do you know how much money the federal government is spending? Uh, do you real? Do you know that the U.S. Department of Agriculture actually has the largest bank out of all federal agencies? That the USDA has a bank that funds stuff that other banks won't fund. There's a reason. There's a reason why. Uh, a, a white man, a white member of Congress, once told David Scott, if there's one thing you can bank on, there will never be an African-American who is the committee chair of the Agriculture Committee. Mm -hmm. Well, when Democrats took control of Congress, David Scott became the first black chair of the Agriculture Committee. That's what the money is. Right. And the thing that just trips me out when I listen to all these uh, these ridiculous people, man, black folk, we got to do for self. Which I don't disagree with. Mm -hmm. But what I explain to them is. How are you going to totally ignore the money that is being spent that we as black people are contributing to. I'm in Jackson, Mississippi right now. Jackson, black folks in Jackson 
are damn near funding the entire state of Mississippi. Right. So if we're de- so we're demanding city and county and state contracts, what we're actually demanding is our own damn money come back. Hello. I mean, the the reality is that so much of, I think, um, Dr. Carr hit the nail on the head in terms of it being uh, manufactured, um, and uh, these are really chaos agents, because if we spent the amount of energy that these chaos agents are spending on trying to gen up dissatisfaction around an issue that really is not politically tenable at any point in probably the near future, if we put that energy around educating people on how to access the programs, the funds, the the initiatives that are out there, that are already out there, the money is already out there. We just aren't getting it. Part of the reason why we're not getting it is because of systemic barriers. Part of the reason why we're not getting it is because we don't know about it. Part of the reason why we're not getting it is because even when we do know about it, we don't have the resources to, to and we don't have the know-how to actually go through each step that it requires to get the certifications or to apply for the grants or to apply for the request for proposals and a number of things. And so what Black people have more than anything is an access problem as opposed to the government isn't spending enough money problem. There is so much money to be made out here in these streets. We <laughs> got to go get it. And that is something that the, you know, Roland Martin Unfiltered Black Star Network, that's something that you have done as a, as, as a mission to try to get Black folks to understand we got to get this money. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, I mean, Candace, it, it is absolutely crazy to me. So what Representative Goodwin uh, is, is literally saying is like, yeah, f- folks, when we're frozen out, we can't grow our communities. I, I, go, I go back to Atlanta. Maynard Jackson becomes mayor in 1973. The numbers don't lie. African-Americans were receiving point zero. Zero one two percent of all city contracts. Mm. Not one percent, not one percent, not a half of a percent, not a quarter of a percent, but point zero zero one two. And so Maynard Jackson, Andrew Young, Maynard Jackson, Bill Campbell, Kasim Reed, Shirley Franklin, Keisha Lance Bottoms, uh, now, now, uh, you know, Mayor Andre. I mean, what I'm laying out for folks to understand is it's the money. Mm-hmm. If you're not having a money conversation, you're not having an American conversation. And so I believe, and, 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 and let me be real clear, this is not criticizing any civil rights group or anybody else. But we can fight, we absolutely can and should be fighting for civil rights, criminal justice reform, mass incarceration, ending mass incarceration, police reform, all those different things. But if we ain't going hard in the paint for the money, mm-hmm. They really don't mind us doing what we're doing. They really mm-hmm. ain't tripping. They like, yeah, y'all go ahead, y'all keep doing that. Right. Well, but what did Coretta Scott King said? <laughs> right. What did Coretta Scott King said? They killed my Martin when he started talking about the money. I'm in Jackson. They didn't want to lift the finger for Mayor Lumumba. 
when he said, I'm going to D.C. to get, get that water money. Come on when now. He came, when he went to D.C. and got the $600 million, then they wanted to take over the water system. That's right. I am only, I'm only 10 minutes from the airport. They have been trying to take over the airport in Jackson because it's an economic generator. They've been, right. Republicans have been trying to take the airport in Atlanta mm-hmm. for the last 40 years. That's it's right. the money. And I just think for too many of us, we're not focused on that. It's too many. And let me be real clear. Mm-hmm. It's too many lazy, <laughs> shiftless, <laughs> egotistical, self-absorbed, individualistic, egomaniacal black people mm. sitting on corporate boards right now, mm. getting their stock options, yes, getting sir. their check, yes, and sir. not advocating on behalf of black businesses, not advocating on behalf of more contracts. And let me say this right now. I need to know where the hell is the executive leadership council, ELC, and demanding these companies meet their obligations at the death of George Floyd. I need to know where is ELC and demanding more of these contracts. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm a little, look, I, 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 I emceed their event one year, but all I keep seeing out of ELC <laughs> are these pronouncements of how this company is great, this company is great, but ain't nobody showing me the numbers when it comes to the contracts. Mm. That mm. to me, Candace is a problem I have. If we ain't dealing with the money, we ain't dealing with the real fundamental issue. And, and, and as you said, it's money that belongs to us. You know, this specifically with Representative Goodwin was the was the supplier diversity initiative. Diversity. They didn't mean math. They didn't mean science. And we <laughs> know that they believe what she was saying because they didn't have any words in response. And that's when you know you really have a point, when someone cannot even form a a response in the King's English. All Mm. they had to say was boo, because they knew she was right. Not only was she right in her space today, but her whole legacy and the history that she brought to that floor was something that had to go recognize. They could not not recognize who she was and what she represented her whole history. The fact that these billions of dollars are available to people like us, we have got to fight for it. And when we do fight for it, the same way that she is fighting for it on the floor, then Mm. that's when changes are made. You know, a lot of these contracts have DEI connections to them, diversity for a reason. Why? Because people on their own volition are not giving contracts to Native Americans, to African Americans, to Uh, the minorities that we are talking about when we talk about diversity, when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. We are not being included. That's why it's called diversity, equity, and inclusion. And in order to make sure that- Well, first of all, 70, 75, but here's the problem, Candace, 75% of all DEI jobs are held by white people. I have, everything needs oversight. Everything that we do out there to fight for ourselves needs oversight 
and follow up, just like you were saying. What are these companies doing with the money that they said was going as a result of George Floyd's death? Where are the numbers? Where are the jobs? Where are the people who are on the boards? A lot of these boards have not changed. Or they hire a minority that might be a minority, but that minority doesn't look like you and me. It is the follow-up that is so important in all of this. And just the knowledge to know, oh, there are billions of dollars of contracts that I can get? And that's why this show is important. And being informed is important. And, and, and someone who's on the floor and representation is important because she's the, the one and only person who was fighting for this in terms of being a person of color and fighting for that diversity initiative. That's why voting matters. That's why representation matters. It all eventually leads back to the money. Let, let, me, let me just—here's a perfect example. And I, I know I'm, I'm, i got to go to break, but— I just want to give y'all this one example of just how insane we sometimes do some stuff. So uh, I was a national student representative on the board of the National Association of Black Journalists. And the board voted not to accept, accept alcohol and tobacco money. Okay, I totally understood why? Now, first of all, as somebody who's allergic to smoke, as somebody who doesn't, who doesn't drink, has never drank, I'm like, that's fine, Roland, I'm good with that. But here's what was confusing to me. And Greg, Candace, and Reese, y'all gonna get a kick out of this one. Hmm. We would literally pick convention hotels based <laughs> upon the size of their bar yes, to sir. accommodate <laughs> our members and the amount of alcohol we drank. Mm. Whenever we, so whenever you do these conventions, you have a, you have a room block and then you have a. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Food and beverage uh, minimum you have to hit per the contract. We always exceeded the food <laughs> and the beverage. Always. Always. So I remember we had our convention in Orlando and we had that Disney World. And I swear, every uh every hundred feet, it was a bar <laughs> or like tubs that had alcohol in it. And again, I don't drink. And so I was just sort of struck by, damn. Why are we not taking alcohol money, but we damn sure spending a lot of money on alcohol? Mm. So uh, the next day we had our we had our so we have a business meeting and and so this is the one time the membership um, you know can like we can literally override anything the board does at the membership meeting. So me being an astute politician. Uh, I was no longer on the board, but I know how to count votes. Uh, we had this really contentious issue, and a lot of people left the room. Mm. Well, the reality is, you may not even have a hundred members who are at the membership meeting. We got four thousand members now. So oh. let me tell you what I tell y'all what I did. So I, I immediately, yeah, Greg, you know exactly what I did. Been a smart alpha, uh, <laughs> or some might want to say a smart ass alpha. Yes, sir. What I what I did was. I, I, I went to the floor, introduced a motion to overturn the board's decision from several years earlier to allow us to accept alcohol uh, and, and, and tobacco money. Uh, and it got second. It got voted upon. Fools didn't even realize it got passed. Boy, they were yelling and cussing at me. The people who left came back cussing. I said, your ass should have left the room. No question. <laughs> I said, you don't, leave the you don't leave the room till the meeting's over. And so I remember Arthur Salzberger, uh, who was uh, he, he the CEO of the New York Times. We were, at a, um, we were at the gala, and so he walked up to me, I mean, huffing and puffing, mad as hell. I said, first of all, I said, who the fuck you talking to like that? Mm. <laughs> I said, exactly what I told him. I just, well, I said, I said, who, I said who, I, then I said, if you got a problem with this here, I said, mm. why don't you increase the amount of money you, the New York Times, gives to us to replace whatever alcohol or tobacco money that might come in? How about that? Then his ass got real quiet. Stop running the I beers. Said, don't you ever come. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I literally said, don't you, don't you. I said, I literally said to him, don't you ever come to my face telling me mm. how we should be conducting our business in NABJ unless you ready to write a bigger damn check. Mm. That's right. That's right. Now, for the folk who are watching, you may say, Roland, why would you take alcohol and tobacco money? I just told y'all, we spend thousands of dollars mm. at our convention. I'm talking about the bar is packed. We spend thousands of dollars. It is stupid to me. It is community suicide to send money out of your community and not bring money back into your community. 
So what that story, what I hope people are learning from that, we should be asking again. We're spending X amount of millions on these products and these products and these services. How much are we getting back? Mm. Mm. Hmm. What PR companies are being used? What black law firms are being hired for professional services? What black accounting firms are being hired? What black transportation companies are being hired? What black mm. catering companies are being hired? What mm. black audio and visual companies are being hired? Uh, what black architecture companies are being hired? What? See, I'm talking about the whole black ecosystem. We are not going to change the condition of any community of ours in any city in America until we change the inflow of money. Mm-hmm. We got the outflow of money down pat. Oh, mm-hmm. we damn good at spending money. Yes, sir. But we are not as good at receiving and demanding money. And as long as black-owned businesses are small and don't have scale, we are going to remain broke. And I'm telling you, we have to be willing to look black people in the eye who sit on corporate boards and say, what the hell are you doing while you are there? Mm -hmm. And that's why I need to see more from EOC. I need to see more from the executive leadership council. If y'all are supposed to be the the corporate Negro organization, well, damn it, I need to see y'all doing more in driving dollars back to black people. I'm just saying. Mm. We'll be right back. Muhammad, live from LA. And this is The Culture. The Culture is a two-way conversation. You and me, we talk about the stories, politics, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. So join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard. Hey, we're all in this together, so let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into. It's The Culture, weekdays at 3, only on the Black Star Network hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. 
Superstar Network is here. Oh, no punch! I'm real um, revolutionary right now. Uh, thank you for being the voice of Black America. All momentum we have now, we have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? Sherry Shepard, and you know what you're watching, Roland Martin Unfiltered. It's a, it's a, uh, all right, folks, it's a story out of North Carolina uh, that uh, captured our attention. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, it's um, the death of uh, another black man at the hands of police officers. Uh, this um, uh, uh, the Raleigh Medical Examiner's Office has determined that Daryl Tyree Williams died from a sudden cardiac arrest in the setting of cocaine intoxication, physical exertion, conducted energy weapon use, and physical restraint. Daryl and a friend were sitting uh, in a parked car on January 17th when police approached the vehicle, conducting what Raleigh police call preventative policing. The officers asked the men to get out of the car, which they did. Daryl continued to ask, what did they do? That's when things took a turn for the worse. The scuffle between Williams and three Raleigh cops began. Officers handcuffed Darrell but continued to tase him until he lost consciousness. He repeatedly told the officers that he had heart issues. Williams died in the hospital an hour later. Six officers are on leave as the State Bureau investigated the incident. Uh, the SBI has submitted its case file to Wake County DA Lauren Freeman, who will determine whether criminal charges are appropriate to discuss this. Joined now by Kerwin Pittman, social justice act activist. Uh, Kerwin, so I, I'm trying to understand something here. What the hell is preventative policing? So preventative policing is nothing more than a fancy name for uh, Raleigh's own stop and frisk. Um, and so what this means and what I mean is that Raleigh police officers will literally walk up to people um, and just start asking them questions and then try to search these individuals, whether you're in a vehicle or you're just out on foot. And so it's nothing more than Raleigh's own version of stopping Chris, plain and simple. Okay, so Daryl and a friend were in a car. Where were they? Were they on the street in front of the home? Were they in a, in a restaurant parking lot? Where were they and what were they doing? They was actually uh, in a car in front of a gaming um, shop, um, and it was actually inside of the car talking, um, doing nothing more than talking, wasn't bothering anybody, was actually on private property uh, of this business, um, and so law enforcement just decided to walk onto the private property of this business um, and start to ask them questions, uh, and initially uh, opened their door um, and just tried to figure out a way to really instigate the situation and really mess with these individuals, and this is what um, they term as proactive patrolling or preventative policing. Obviously, you're going to uh, have police say, well, you know, he had cocaine in his system, but I'm still stuck on why would you just walk up to somebody for no apparent reason? And then, I mean, it, it, they, they have to be doing something. You must be observing them doing something. These two were just in the car talking. 
these two was just in the car talking. Daryl Williams was doing nothing more than being a black man uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, and in America. Um, and of course, we know that is justification enough um, in their eyes to uh, stop uh, black and brown individuals and really escalate situations, harass them, um, and whatever the case may be. And so it, it is an extreme sad situation. Um, Daryl Williams lost his life uh, in a manner like this. Um, any word in terms of how long a DA is going to take to uh, review this uh, investigation file? So the DA normally takes um, 30 days, right? So Raleigh Police Department has a history of brutalizing, um, terrorizing, and murdering black and brown uh, citizens. Um, and not one time out of any of those incidents has the DA um, came back with a decision to charge any of these officers. Um, so normally these findings take 30 days after the uh, autopsy is released. Um, but it will surprise me if she do decides to do anything, even though we can clearly see um, that is criminal negligence on the part of Raleigh Police Department uh, at play from all angles. All right, Kerwin Pitwin. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Uh, we surely appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Uh, Candace, I want to go to you. Preventative policing? <laughs> you can't call it preventative policing, but it doesn't prevent a death. That's not policing. That makes no sense. The other thing about this is that you had someone that told these six police officers, I believe, that he had heart condition. Um, why do you have six police officers holding down one man. Now, according to the report, in terms of uh, his autopsy, he was obese. He had a heart problem. Um, this sounds like somebody that six police officers without tasing could probably 
uh, subdue in some way besides tasing the person and then putting him in a prone position. You know what happens when you put a baby in a prone position? Sudden mm. infant death syndrome. That's why they mm. say they don't. you don't put anybody, not even a baby, adult, nobody, on their front for that long. So mm. how all of this is something that these police officers did not know going in, I cannot understand. Now, unfortunately, what might happen, just like uh, the previous guest said, is that in 30 days, there may not be any type of charge. This was deemed a homicide, which is a simple killing of one person of another. It's nothing criminal about it yet. There are no charges that have been filed. But what's going to happen here, potentially, is that they're going to look at the fact that there were drugs in his system. They're going to look at the fact that he did have a heart problem. They're going to look at the fact that he was obese and that there were these other contributing factors to his death. What they have to do is the first thing that you were talking about, and they, meaning the attorneys for his family, is they have to prove that this was just an unlawful approaching of the car to begin with. If he was just sitting in there being black in America at 2 a.m. in the morning, 5 a.m., it doesn't matter. He has the right to do that. And that's where I think that the police will have a problem in this process. Mm-hmm. Reese. I mean, what are you... I just don't understand how... I mean, we've seen traffic stops. We've seen... Um, uh, you know, accusations of a crime being committed escalated, and none of those were justification for executing a person. But damn, just sitting in the car, you could, I mean, if you sit in your car, half crack or coke or whatever it is, okay, <laughs> you're not bothering nobody at that exact moment. And how, that, how does that escalate to being now killed by the police? It's just crazy. Like, the idea of what public safety is is really, really fucked up when public safety involves a man who was sitting in a car ended up dead because mm. of preventative measures. That's not preventative measures. That's active measures of harassing, racially profiling, and inflicting violence on Black people just for shits and giggles, just because you can, just because 60 I ain't got nothing to do. Go get a donut or something and leave Black people to hell alone. Hmm. Greg? Absolutely. In a second, Biden-Harris administration... Merrick Garland can be excused from his non-service. And Kristen Clark should be the Attorney General of the United States. Uh, she should be on speed dial. I know Al Sharpton likes to say that Ben Crump is Black America's Attorney General, but I think that Kristen Clark, in many ways, is Black mm-hmm. America's <laughs> Attorney General. Uh, back in April, Rolling Stone ran an article on the Raleigh police and this funky little ass unit they got called the uh, Department's Vice and Selective Enforcement Unit. They version of SWAT, where they running up in houses looking for drugs. Uh-huh. Better in practice? Come on, uh, Deputy Attorney General Clark. Come on, sister. We know what you do. We know how you get down. And you've been incredibly consistent. It's time to open up a can of whip ass in the city of Raleigh. <laughs> and uh, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> folks hold tight one second gotta go to a break uh we can't come back uh we've got some more news particularly some breaking news regarding uh donald trump i'll explain in two minutes you're watching roller martin unfiltered on the black star network that was a pivotal pivotal time i remember mm. kevin kevin hart telling me that um he's like man what you doing man you gotta stay on stage I was like, yeah, well, I'm like, nah, I ain't got, you know, I'm young, thinking, yeah, I'm good. 
And he was absolutely right. What, 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 what show did you have at that? This was one-on-one. -on -one. Got During it. During that time. I, and I was, so, you, so you're doing one-on-one, -on -one, yep. going great, yeah. you're making money, you're like... I'm like, I don't need to leave. I don't, I don't need to leave from, you know, third, Wednesday, Thursday to Sunday. I, I, you know, I, I just I didn't want to do that. You know, it was just like, I'm going to stay here. Or oh, I didn't want to finish work Friday, fly out, go do a gig Saturday, Sunday. I was like, I don't have to do that. And, and I lost a little bit of that hunger that I had mm. in New York. I would hit all the clubs, run around. I, you know, sometimes me and Chappelle or me and this one or that one, we'd go to the comedy cellar at one in the morning. And I mean, that was our life. We loved it. You know, you do two shows in Manhattan, go to Brooklyn, leave Brooklyn, go to Queens, go to Jersey. And I kind of just, I got complacent. Well, I was like, I got this money, I'm good. I don't need to go, I don't need to go chase that because that money wasn't at the same level that I was making, but what I was missing was that training. Yes. Was that, was that. And it wasn't the money. It was the money, you know, it was that, that's what I needed. on the frequency right here on the Black Star Network, Shanita Hubbard. We're talking about the ride or die chick. We're breaking it down. The stereotype of the strong black woman. Some of us are operating with it as if it's a badge of honor. Like you even hear black women like aspiring to be this ride or die chick, aspiring to be the strong black woman chick at their own expense. Next on the frequency right here on the Black Star Network. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Latasha, from the A. And you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Some breaking news. The federal government has indicted Donald Trump in their classified inquiry. ABC News is uh, saying that two sources have confirmed that Donald Trump has been indicted. In fact, Trump has tweeted on Truth Social that his attorneys have been informed that he is being indicted and he is to uh, appear in a Miami courthouse on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Uh, special counsel, uh, of course, uh, Jack Smith has been, been investigating the classified uh, documents uh, 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 issue. Uh, and again, uh, these were the uh, documents that they say were being mishandled by Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and now uh, CNN is reporting, Associated Press is reporting, uh, numerous folks are reporting that indeed Donald Trump has been indicted on seven counts in the classified documents probe. Candace, uh, explain to our uh, audience uh, what this means for the federal, for the Department of Justice to indict a former president of the United States. You know, the feds don't just do things willy-nilly. They clearly yeah, right. have got the goods on Donald Trump. 
That's right. And, and they impaneled more than one grand jury. And, you know, the grand jury is and all the documents are sealed. So we don't know exactly, for example, what was happening in the Florida grand jury, which kind of uh, popped up over the past couple of weeks. What were they doing there? What we do know is this, as you said, the feds don't play. And when they have an indictment where all the parties who are involved can agree that this is enough to perhaps bring this to trial and then find a guilty verdict, that means that they have the receipts. That means that they have the goods in order to move this along. Now he's going to make an appearance in front of the court on Tuesday to hear the exact charges that were brought against him. He'll have the opportunity to respond, and his attorneys will have the opportunity to file any paperwork that they might need in order to get this going in terms of, uh, you know, the next steps in the judicial process. They get to actually have their voices be heard. But as you said, this is something that the feds take seriously, and it is very unusual for this to happen to someone who was the former president. Of course, it has happened before. However, in this case, we know that Donald Trump did a lot of damage to himself by talking. There are recordings of him talking about having certain classified documents. He has made up untruths about how to declassify documents. You know, when I take it home, these documents, they are classified on their own. He's just making it up as he goes along, and he is providing just uh, Christmas gifts for the prosecutors in order to make their case, and they are now opening up those gifts. And what is in it? An indictment. And that is what we're seeing, and we are not surprised. Um, Racy, a number of people have been highly critical uh, of Attorney General General Merrick Garland, saying uh, he is letting he has let Donald Trump off the hook. Uh, the reality is, this case could not have moved forward without Merrick Garland giving his head nod uh, to move ahead. That says a whole lot that a former federal judge, somebody who was a point, who was uh, nominated the U.S. Supreme Court by President Barack Obama, who now is the attorney general, would give the go-ahead for uh, an indictment against a former occupant of the White House. Oh, well, they should have let him become the Supreme Court justice instead of stealing that seat. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> now he's up there handed Trump his ass. And I think when uh, Jack Smith was appointed, people said that he means serious business. And it's clear he didn't uh, lollygag around for years like Mueller did, acting like he didn't really give a damn about the fact that the president was a Manchurian candidate. He got right down to business. And the reality is that Trump is guilty as fuck. He's on tapes, as Candace said, basically talking about classified documents. And this is incredibly severe. I mean, anybody who's ever held a clearance knows that when you're first briefing, they scare the shit out of you. I mean, if you are not scared to ever even remotely do anything uh, that could be seen as inappropriate with classified material, then you just don't give a damn about the rule of law. And so this is a chicken's coming home to roost. And we knew during the 2020 campaign, many of us said that the biggest threat to national security is Donald Trump. And he's always played fast and loose with classified documents. He, paid, he played fast and loose with people even getting Classic security classifications. Remember, Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner could not pass an independent classified uh, uh, vetting, and he directed that they get uh, security clearances anyway. And so he should have done what he was supposed to do. There aren't a whole lot of laws that are necessarily the president has to abide by, but 
this is one of those areas where he screwed up. But the scary part isn't even necessarily that we have a president that's being indicted for this. It's what did he actually do with those secrets? Who did those secrets go to? For what money was exchanged? And what damage has it already done to our national security? That's what we really need to be worried about. Mm. Greg, of course, uh, Trump's lawyers were brought into the DOJ. They essentially uh, got a heads up. They uh, they even said, more than, look, when you get called in by the DOJ, they're letting you know, yo, your boy is about to get indicted. Uh, and according to this, so this is what ABC uh, said, quote, this is uh, Catherine Falders. We're learning from our sources that there appears to be at least seven counts here. This ranges from everything from the willful retention of national defense information to conspiracy, to a scheme, to conceal, to false statements and representations. We even have seen reports, Greg, that the feds have flipped Mark Meadows, Trump's Mm. former chief of staff, and have given him some form of immunity. Trump is already saying these are lies, this is false, all the sort of stuff like this here. It's going to be a little hard for for his MAGA people to try to dismiss the actual former chief of staff, former member of Congress from North Carolina, somehow being part of the radical left out to get him. Dismiss it. They're going to run to it. You know, I keep one of these on the table, Roland. This is Constitution of the United States. <clears throat> this is the qualification for being president of the United States. No person except a natural-born citizen or a citizen of the United States at the time the adoption of this Constitution shall be eligible to the office of president. Neither shall any person be eligible to that office who shall not have attained the age of 35 years and been 14 years a resident within the United States. You can be the president of the United States in prison. Donald Trump has understood something. There is no constitutional bar to that. Let's let, let let's get past even a jury conviction. If you can find a jury to convict Donald Trump, there's going to be venue changes. You got some white nationalists out there trying to get on the jury. Let's get past all that and say they put him in jail and say you got a hundred year sentence. Okay. <clears throat> in 1920, Eugene V. Debs, running on the socialist ticket, serving a ten year sentence because he refused to participate in World War One, got a million votes, three percent of the president of the United States run. Now, I'm sure people have heard this a million times, so I'll keep this short. Donald Trump ain't Eugene Debs. Mm. Puffer fish from Florida, Ron DeSantis, Tim, mission accomplished, Scott, smiling Mike Pence, uh, not even speed bump out of Jersey, uh, Mr. <laughs> Chris Christie. None of them, all of them, uh, Rhonda Haley, whose daddy taught damn near 30 years at Voorhees HBCU, and she seems to have learned nothing from it, Nikki Haley. Not all them together don't poll as high as Donald Trump by self. Donald Trump, no, 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 run from it. He turns yeah. to it. They're persecuting yeah. me, you all. Donald Trump can win. And let me end with this. The general view among legal scholars is that if he is elected, it could very well be that he could make the argument that the duties of office require him not to be in jail, and they may uh, suspend or put on hold the sentence. And finally, the man might say what Eugene Debs said in 1920. If I win, I'm going to pardon myself. Let's strap in and see how this turns out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Folks, hold tight one second. I'm going to go to a quick break. We're going to come back on Roller Martin Unfiltered. Uh, and, and I'm going to play for y'all this, this clip uh, that was in the CNN town hall uh, where, uh, where this fool, uh, Mike Pence, who was Trump's vice president, was asked by Dana Bash about this very issue. And if y'all want to hear a weasel, you're going to hear one in two minutes. Back in a moment. We talk about blackness. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And what happens in black culture, you're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it. And you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause to long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Check some money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037- 0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. On a next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, beware the generational curse. They're everywhere in our families, in our workplaces, and even in our churches. 
It's like a minefield, identifying the curse and knowing what to do about it. When we're talking about generational patterns, oftentimes we get locked into those patterns because we don't want anyone to say, oh, you acting brand new. Are you doing something different from how this is how we always did it? It's okay to do something different in order to get the results that you want to see in your life. That's next on A Balanced Life on Black Star Network. Hey, it's John Murray, the executive producer of the new Sherry Shepard Talk Show. You're watching Roland Mark Unfiltered. Folks, the breaking news, Donald Trump has been indicted by a federal grand jury regarding the classified documents probe, indicted on seven counts. He has to appear in a Miami courtroom at 3 p.m. on Tuesday. Now, if you want to see a coward, Mike Pence is a perfect example. CNN had their town hall, and Dana Bash asked him about this very issue. Listen to Mr. Law in order who was running out at the mouth about how we need to be prosecuting people for guns and what's happening in Chicago, listen to what he had to say about, oh, his former guy breaking the law. Solves these issues without an indictment. Sir, I just want to clarify, what you're saying is that if they believe he committed a crime, they should not go forward with an indictment? You just talked before about no, look, committing to the rule of law. Let me be clear that no one's above the law. Okay. But with regard to the unique circumstances here, it, look, I, I, those classified, I had no business having classified documents in my residence, and I took full responsibility for it. President Biden had no business having them in his residence from when he was vice president as well. And the same with former President Trump. But I, I would just hope that uh, there would be a way for them to move forward without the dramatic and drastic and divisive step of indicting a former president of the United States. We've got to find a way to move our country forward and, and restore confidence in equal treatment under the law in this country. We really do. Um, Candace, I'm confused here. Either you believe so, in the law or you don't. <laughs> Two... He said, I fully cooperated. Donald Trump didn't. The difference between Mike Pence and Joe Biden is Donald Trump purposely obstructed the law. He did not. They were moving. We're going to know on Tuesday the specifics, but they were literally moving it around. He was trying. He was ignoring, ignoring the DOJ, ignoring the lawyers. He was breaking the law. He was breaking the law, and you're as confused as I am with what Mike Pence said. Um, he was just putting words together. It didn't make any sense. But what we do know is this, that the world is already divided. The country is already divided because of Donald Trump. So that's the worst argument that he could have made in all of this. And as you said, Donald Trump did things in you know, intently, with intent to defy the law, as opposed to a Biden or even a Mike Pence. 
So I don't know why in the world. And that's what, that's what we're going to see a lot of. We're going to see who is going to be the first candidate, whether it's going to be DeSantis, whether it's going to be, it's probably going to be Christie, uh, it won't be Pence, to really get at the heart of Donald Trump and call him out for who he is. Because nobody's done it so far. And that's really what this is about. He did not want to go all the way and say, put my former boss in jail. He was playing all sides to make sure that he, he, he wasn't the target of Donald Trump itself. And that's what we are seeing in that clip right there. See, he, 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 I love this, Rishi. You know, we're so divided. Yes, those who break the law and those who don't. Yes, we're divided. Right. We're on the side of those who don't break the law. Trump is on the side of those who love to break the law. And how do you prove that everybody is equal under the law by not indicting the person who's breaking the law just because they were the president? That doesn't make any sense. The math is not math in Mike Pence. But I don't see any Republican really calling out Donald Trump because Donald Trump is still the leader of the Republican Party. And all these people know they cannot beat him. I think, as Dr. Carr said, he's going to run into this. And the reality is the stakes are higher than ever for Donald Trump to continue his campaign so that he can claim some sort of per uh, political persecution, 50-50, maybe 65-35, whoever you want to talk to, chance of him getting elected and pardoning himself. This is life or death for Donald Trump, and so he has to keep going, and people in the Republican Party are happy to be HUD secretary, vice president, something along those lines. And so people do not have the balls, the moral courage, courage, or even the decency to say that a former president selling off state secrets is beyond the pale and he needs to step aside and face the music for breaking the law. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I love this stupidity here, um, uh, Greg. Here's this idiot Will Kane of Fox News. I should destroy him when we were at CNN together. He goes, Pence, not indicted. Clinton, not indicted. Biden, not indicted for inappropriate retention of classified documents. Leading candidate for president in opposition to current regime, Trump indicted for inappropriate retention of classified documents. No, dumbass. It's for obstruction of justice. Mm-hmm. Roland, you know, I was watching your conversation with Bill Bellamy when you were walking him through the politics of commentary and the conversation you had with uh, Simone Sanders about her and Angela Ryan, how they let Corey Lewandowski run circles around on a, on a live segment on CNN. What have we learned from the first time Donald Trump ran for president? Here CNN is again, having uh, just lost their head. Mm. Uh, allowing these platforms for these fools to dispute his propaganda in a country that ain't that smart to begin with. Mm -hmm. And what you're basically doing is doing what they did before. This mass commercial and news entertainment media is creating a, a drama. This is reality television, and Donald Trump is the master of reality television. So all the logic goes out the window. What is the law? See, what you were talking with Bill about was the rules. Different than the law. See, see, Mike Pence, I remember one time we were down there, you, you were about to, do, about to do News One Now, and everybody had the same green room, and Mike Pence came in there. I guess he was going to do Morning Joe. That is the whitest man I've ever seen with my own two eyes. I've never seen anybody without any picture. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the hell? This guy has no pigment. I'm saying that to say that when he barges into Iowa, Tim Scott thinks he's going to get some evangelical vote. But guess what? Smiling Mike's in it now, baby. So the people who believe in Jesus, they ain't going to vote for you, Tim. You can scream Jesus till your teeth fall out, mission accomplished. But that is the whitest man that I've ever seen. <laughs> he is banking on his whiteness and his onward Christian soldiers stick to get him some of that vote. But why do I put all that? It all comes down to this, though. As long as Donald Trump draws breath, in jail or out, his X factor, he might not win the presidency, but the United States is not a unique country. I know people like to say it's the greatest country in the world and the best, best experiment in democracy. We just saw Erdogan get reelected in Turkey. He got just enough repression in to split the vote, get to the runoff and win. As long as Donald Trump is in this mix, there is the potential for chaos, whether he wins the nomination or not. All these people are trying to angle to win a primary, but what Mike Pence is doing, this man without a country is trying to figure out a way, well, if he stumbles and if he st he's not going to stumble, this is about to be chaos. And every time I see Smiling Mike, there are only three words that come to mind. And these are the three words that haunt him every day. January 6th, 2021, 20, hang Mike Pence. Mm. Mike Pence, no, he ain't got a, a shot in here. He just hoping that something's going to break in his way and he ain't even got a clue. Mm. So he's just a bit spinning. And CNN is letting him spin, which is why we got to have a Black Star Network, because you might be the only game in town trying to tell the truth, because the rest of these people are chasing ratings. Well, look, uh, folks, uh, Miami is going to be on and popping at 3 p.m. on Tuesday when Donald Trump got to walk his orange ass into a federal courthouse in Miami, indicted for the second time. First, it was Alvin Bragg in New York City. Now it is Jack Smith. Uh, the special prosecutor indicting him in Miami. The DOJ is not confirming this. The documents, uh, the, the uh, indictment is, is under seal. It will be revealed in court on Tuesday. Uh, and so, Fannie Willis, we waiting on you. <laughs> we waiting on you. Let's go ahead and go for the hat trick, make it a trifecta, and hit his ass with a third indictment. It's going to be real interesting. Look, we know how he's going he's gonna to respond, and we know his ignorant MAGA supporters are going to try to make every other excuse as well. But final comment here, Candy, Candace. When those prosecutors have to reveal in court mm. that they have recordings of people admitting to him moving documents, the, mm. when, they have, when, they, when, they, when they reveal a lot of this stuff, uh, in that in that charging document, it's going to be a little hard for a lot of these Republicans to try to explain that one away. It, it will. And following the indictment that Alvin Bragg brought upon Donald Trump, which people say was not as detailed as they would have liked to have seen, I bet they're going to do their job this time. Tuesday is going to be something else when that indictment comes down and we get to read all the details. It's going to be a lot more than Bragg had. And as you said, there's going to be a lot more evidence supporting what Donald Trump did in terms of obstructing justice. All right, then. Candace, Reese, Greg, we certainly appreciate uh, y'all joining us.
Oh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> All right, folks. I appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. Y'all, uh, tomorrow we'll be uh, live. Merle Evers Williams uh, from Jackson, Mississippi, 90 years old, the widow of Megger Evers, uh, former uh, chair of the board of the NAACP. Uh, there are a lot of events uh, honoring her this weekend in Jackson. We are here and we will be uh, covering this stuff uh, tonight and tomorrow. So we look forward to that live conversation right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network Thanks. tomorrow. Folks, that is it. Don't forget. Hit that like button, please, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, also, download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Please support our Brina Funk fan club. Your dolls make it possible for us to do what we do. Uh, so please send your check and money order to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 2003-7-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered, PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered Zale, Roland at RolandSMartin.com, Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. And of course, be sure to get a copy of my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds, available at bookstores nationwide, Barnes & Noble, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Books A Million, Target. Download your copy on Audible. And don't forget, folks, uh, next Saturday, I am going to be in Houston, uh, leading a forum on the future of black economic freedom uh, tied to June 10th. Uh, so, folks, uh, check it out. Uh, we're going to be there. All you got to do is RSVP. Listen, we just want to get a head count. We only have 500 seats available. We've got a number of uh, strong black business owners who are going to be speaking, and we have a major announcement we're going to be making with Mayor Sylvester Turner. Y'all want to be there. You RSVP to info at RolandSMartin.com. I-N-F-O at RolandSMartin.com. Cannot wait. Uh, to be in Houston, the Power Center, the Black-owned Power Center, noon to four uh, next Saturday, June 17th in Houston, Texas. Y'all better be there. Until tomorrow. Holla! Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.